Hi, welcome to the ministry of Prophet Daniel Jedu, a word and spirit based ministry because we are born of the word and born of the spirit. His God given mandate is to raise babes in Christ into spiritual maturity by a deliberate teaching of the complete and pure word of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit and to take the gospel to the nations of the earth. Prophet Daniel Jedu is the lover of the word and a passionate teacher of the word of God. And his ministry is accompanied by strong teaching, healing, and prophetic grace. All over the world, his teachings are busting the faith of many people and revealing what the mind of God is for them. Many people have come to receive supernatural encounters through his ministry. The message you're about to listen to has been designed specifically to grow you into spiritual maturity. So many people have received testimonies by listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast. Say your testimony with leaving a write-up of it in the comment section or you can send it to us via email at contact at wordloversglobal.com. Now, Prophet Daniel Jedu walks us through the word. Stay tuned. This is the second time we are seeing that the cloud moved. And the Bible says that from the wilderness of Sinai and traveled on from place to place until the cloud stopped in the wilderness of Paran. Go, let's go. When the people set out for the first time following the instructions the Lord had given through Moses. Say instructions. instructions. <laughs> Judah's troop. So now they are moving. Now, remember he said, when the trump is blown, the first tribe in the east should move. So he's giving you an idea of who is in the east. So he said, Judah's troop led the way. They marched behind their banners. So they were holding the flag. So Judah, remember, there are three tribes. So Judah is first. So Judah is holding its flag. And the soldiers, that are, you will not hear this thing anyway, I'm telling you. And they moved. And they followed. So the, the other tribes followed. With the tribe of, of the east, Judah is the most powerful and chosen by God. Before the second. Where did Jesus come from? Your savior come from? He came from the tribe of Judah. Can you see that? Okay. And I'm going to show you why Judah led first. Judah's troops left the way. They led the way. They marched behind their banner. And their leader was Nashon. Son of Aminadab. I don't have time to go why the names were mentioned. They were joined by the troops of the tribe of Issachar. So now it was Judah... Issachar and who? And then Zebulon. So on the east was Judah, Issachar, Zebulon. The names you hear are the soldiers that were holding the flags and the way. But the tribes themselves were Judah on the east. Judah. Now this gives you, give you a mindset that you go into the Bible and you are reading, you see the tribe of Issachar. It gives you an idea. What is God's purpose for these people? The Bible said the sons of Issachar, they understood the time. So you find out why, why, why? Because the Holy Spirit is drawing a picture. So, Judah, Issachar, Zebulon. Then the tabernacle was taken down and the Gershonite and Merite divisions of the Levites were next in line of march carrying the tabernacle with them. Go on. Now, the, the first one you saw were not the tribes. These were the ones. Remember, he said the east will go first. The south will go second. So Reuben is the tribe of the south. So Reuben's troops went next, marching behind their banners. 
Their leader was Eliza, son of Shedder. They were joined by the troops of the tribe of Simeon, led by Shelumiel, son of Zerushaddai, and the troops of the tribe of God. So you see, so it was Reuben, Simeon, and who? God. So three, from the south. Now remember, if this is east, south is here. So these ones lead, then the south will follow. All right, go on. Amazing. When you read this, this thing without understanding Jesus, you see, if you don't see Jesus in the picture, you will read this and you will never get it. You will think it's just normal war. They are going for war. I'm coming to show you what they, were, what they stand for. Next came the Koshatite, division of the Levite, carrying the sacred object from the tabernacle. Before they arrived at the next camp, the tabernacle would already be set up at its new location. Ephraim's troop went next. Now, you remember Ephraim? Ephraim was not part of Jacob's children. But today he has become a tribe. You see, it takes one day for God to elevate you beyond the levels of men. Because if you are talking about the, tri the 12 tribes of, of Jacob, Joseph was part, the 12 sons who became tribes, Joseph was one of them. But today, Joseph is, doesn't have a tribe. Because of the elevation of Joseph, who went through that ordeal of servanthood into prison, into the palace? Now, I'm not saying when you are suffering, it means that you are going to be, no, that's what I'm saying. Some so man of God who opened and said, David, if they catch this revelation, you are in trouble. They will agree to why you are suffering. <laughs> You see, when Joseph went into, into Egypt, God's plan was not the prison and the, and the Potiphar's house. That's not his plan. God's plan was to, the establishment of Joseph for the beginning of his salvation plan. Because without Joseph, Israel would not have been in Egypt. And if Israel was not in Egypt, there's no Moses, a type of Christ, to bring salvation, deliverance for the people of Israel from Egypt. So God's final picture was that Joseph will be the representative. For out of him will come all the other people. Okay? But you see, that is the end of the story. The beginning is that I will, I will do this. The end is that Joseph will be the one. But in between this and that is a process. So as part of the process was why he was sold. He went to prison. Potiphar's wife worried him. And all that. God saw that, but that one can be dealt with. So whatever you are going, that's why you must read your Bible. To know the end of your life. Of your story. I know the thoughts that I think towards you. Not thought of what? Evil, but of good. That you may have an expected end. So your end is expected. And it is glorious. Say my end is glorious. Now if you understand this. It means that your end has. You see that picture has already been painted. Will you get there? Yes sir. 
But you see, the process is where human beings come into the path. Oh, Jesus. When, you see, God, Jesus is called the Aleph Taf. The Alpha and Omega. The starter and finisher. The beginning and the end. He has nothing to do with process. Because once the end is secured, the process has nothing to do with Can you see? But I'm, I'm going to shock you. With Christ, there is no distance with him. He is the same Alpha and the same where he stands. He is the same Alpha and he is the same Omega. In other words, technically, there is no process in him. When he says you are blessed, that is the end of the matter. You get it? When he says you are a tree, there's no process. You are a tree. That's what it means. Alpha, omega. You know, you, if you think about it like A and Z, you would think he's A here. No, no, no. Don't you understand? He used the name, I'm going to come there, I am. You see. He's Alpha. And Omega. So he is the beginning, the starter, and at the same time, the end. So when he says you are blessed, nothing will change it in between because he's still the end and the starter. So he says you are blessed, and the thing is done. So in him, all things end, and in him, all things start. The day you were raised from the dead was your starting. And the day you receive eternal life, his life, his spirit, was when things ended for you. So for you, born again, all that's how come the Bible, when he's talking about your blessings, he puts them in the past. See, God is not going to bless anybody. He has blessed his people. Blessed be God and Father of all who has blessed. Blessed. He didn't say who will bless. Huh. You see, people like, like um, Abraham's story. So they like, and I will bless thee. In blessing, I will bless thee. In blessing, I will bless thee. That was Abraham. Abraham was not born again. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You are born again. And you, this is, look, blessed be God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Who hath blessed? Who has blessed? Blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. So the question is, am I about to be blessed? No. I have already ended in Omega. Uh -huh. My story is ended in Omega. It's created. It's done. Look at how he started. He said, I am. This is not English. This is the name Moses inquired to know. He said, show me your name. He said, I am. That I am. I am. That's how he started. He told John, I am. Why you see, you think it's English, I am Kofi? No, 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 sir. Don't worry, I'm, I'm, I'm going to show you a lot of things. He said, the beginning he didn't say, and the end, you see? Yeah. And the ending. 
They are two different things. Say yet the Lord, which is and was and is to come, the Almighty. <laughs> which is and which was and is to come. That's my father. That's the God I worship. All right, let's go to the tribe. Let's see the story of the tribe. Ephraim was the tribe in the west. It was in the west. They went next, marching behind the Abanes. Their leaders were Elishama, son of Amihud. Uh huh. They were joined by the troops of the tribe of Manasseh because there was a prophecy by Moses unto them that you and your brother will, he said, and the tribe, he said, and Manasseh and Ephraim will not depart. They shall be together. I'm sure you know Manasseh was the eldest and Ephraim was the second. <laughs> but in the story of God, he turns matters. See, I didn't finish the story of Joseph. You see, Joseph, God gave him these two, two children. And that was his elevation. He gave birth to the firstborn called Manasseh. And the meaning of Manasseh means forgetfulness. What does it mean? All the pain he went through from when they sold him, his brothers plotted, and so on and so forth. All of them in Israel, God wanted him to forget. So he gave him a son and he called him Manasseh, meaning forgetfulness. So that is why when his brothers came to him, he couldn't harm them. He rather saw, he said, you meant it for evil, but God meant it for good. If he had not forgotten, that is why sometimes forget some things. God, create, God gave you forgetfulness so that you can forget some pain. You can forgive some people, forget some things. You are not hearing me on that one. Manasseh, Manasseh yourself. So, after he gave him forgetfulness, then the Lord said, another child called Ephraim. Now, Ephraim is a plural, okay, in Hebrew. You remember? Ephraim, there's an I am at the end. And I am attached is plural. So, the name is actually Ephrata. Which means fruitful. Fruitfulness. Okay? Fruitfulness. So, Ephraim actually means double fruitfulness. That's what it means. Double fruitfulness. Double fruitfulness. So if you know somebody who's called Ephraim, tell them to behave. <laughs> Double fruitfulness. So listen, so this is the story. Anytime you see Manasseh and Ephraim, this is what it means. God has caused me to forget and enjoy my double fruitfulness. That's what it means. Now, some of Jacob's children some began to sleep with Jacob's wives. Some began to mess up. So what God did was that hmm, God took what he was about to do for them 
and for the elevation of Joseph, who, was, who obeyed God throughout his time, from when he was a young boy to when he was in the palace. Listen, listen to me. What God did was that God honored the obedience of Joseph. You see, when we say stick to the word, do the word, you have no idea. There is always an honor. There is always an honor doing what God says you should do in his word. So God eradicated two people who were supposed to be the original tribes. And he placed, and that's Akam. You see, he couldn't bless forgetfulness. He had to bless double fruitfulness. That is Akam Jacob, knowing the traditions, God doesn't follow tradition. He follows principles. See, imagine that I, I just start ministry five, five months. And I, I find out in the scriptures the principles and the ways to, to the glory. It will take me less than one year to blossom. Then it will take other people. When you write your book, you, wrote, you will not write your book or your story according to those who have to pain. You go small, they will sack you. You go here, they will chase you. They will beat you, you know, and so on and so on. That doesn't become your story. That's not how God raised everybody. So what did he do? Joseph, knowing how God is the tradition, he put the firstborn here on his right. Sorry, here. Okay? On his left. And put Ephraim here on his right. Because Jacob was facing here. So if Jacob was going to bless, Jacob would use his right hand. Because the blessing is from the right hand. <laughs> That's why we are seated on the right hand. You are seated in the place of blessing. Joseph thought that he was going to put his right hand on Manasseh because he's the firstborn, and then the left one on Ephraim since he's the secondborn. But God had a different story. In fact, he told the story of Christ. Then, then. He did this. Christ was shown there. In other words, what it means that when Christ is in a matter, the protocols are broken. When Christ is in a matter, the protocols are broken. You see, people think you don't deserve to be blessed. But because you are in Christ, you have what we call unmerited favor. Because wherever Christ is, the protocols are broken. That is why you don't train your mind to think the way humans think. Train your mind, according to God's word, to think the way God thinks. So that you can follow Yet, I might not have started life very well. But it takes me a day. Just by that act. Just by that act. Jacob inherited the sons. In fact, his grandchildren. To become his legitimate children. To be part of the tribe. Now, you cannot have a tribe and become a tribe yourself. When you have a tribe, you become what we call a patriarch. You become a father. Now, ideally, Joseph was not supposed to be a patriarch because he was a son of Jacob. 
But because of because of Christ, because of the cross, Jacob's state was elevated from a tribe to a patriarch. So today, when you count the fathers, you count Joseph. That is why I know that you in Christ, <laughs> all protocols are broken for you. You see, now your lifestyle is not according to one, two, three. No. Your lifestyle is just, you know, I keep, anytime I pray, anytime I pray, we are just a th- three-year ministry, you know? And, and of course, this is not our numbers anyway. And anytime I pray, and I say, Lord, you add that to the church. You know popcorn? You see, when you put, the way it, it pops, like, that's how I see us. <laughs> That's how I see the numbers. Should that should, should that scare me? No, because when he breaks protocols, I am not the one to allow. You know, no, 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 sir. It takes. Listen, 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 listen. Peter preached one day, he added three thousand. He preached another day, he added five thousand. You see, church growth is amazing to know what God is doing with other people by yours. Find out His ways and and His purpose. Maybe there's something they were not doing. Reuben was there. Simeon was there. Levi was there. See, Levi, priest. Tribe of priests. But what? Look, look, look. If you look at Joseph, you know his name. His name actually means he's not the real story. His name actually means he's not the original. Because his name means that another is coming. And that was Benjamin. The son of my right hand. So if you look at Joseph, Joseph. He was just a bridge for the coming of Benjamin. You see, it's that side does not matter how people see you and mark you in the flesh. Stay with God. And Joseph took them both, Ephraim in his right hand, towards uh-huh, Israel. You see here, he didn't say Jacob. He said Israel. Because of the tribe. Israel's left hand. And Manasseh in his left hand. Towards Israel's right hand. And brought them near unto him. Go on. And Israel stretched out his right hand. And laid it on Ephraim. Who was the younger. And his left hand upon Manasseh's head. Guiding his hand wittingly. For Manasseh was the firstborn. What happened? And he blessed Joseph. And said God. Before whom my fathers, my fathers, Abraham and Isaac did walk, the God which fed me already, which fed me all my life long unto this day, the angel which redeemed me from all evil, bless the lads, and let my name be named upon them. His name is Israel. He said, let my name be named upon Manasseh and Ephraim. Read it well. And the name of my fathers, Abraham, Isaac, and let them grow into that is why in Numbers 10 you are seeing them as a troop that's how come you must you shouldn't joke with words and blessing favorable words he spoke he was an old man Um, he didn't even shout he didn't shout because he was weak 
After, after this one, he died. Yet, today, Ephraim, <laughs> Manasseh became a mighty nation. They became a tribe. And they kept increasing and increasing. Why? Because Jacob said it. Jacob said it. Huh. And the troops of the tribe of Benjamin, led by... So you see, Ephraim, Manasseh, Benjamin. All right, now let's go to the north. Dan's troops went last, marching behind their banner and serving as their rear guard. You will understand why the book of John was written last. He said, Dan's troop went last, marching behind their banner and serving as what? The rear guard. Why? Their leader was Ahazah, son of Amihashada. They are so strong that they would defend them from, the behind, from behind. Let the three go. We, we, we are too strong to handle. The gospel of Jesus is too strong. I, I just teased you what is about to happen. Let's go. They were joined by the troops of Asha. Aha. Oh. Do you know what Asha means? Oh my God. Hmm. Led by Pagia. It's not Pagia, Pagia. Son of Okran. <laughs> and the troops of the tribe of Naphtali. Please go back to Genesis chapter 33 and go and read about the names of these children and their meaning. Now, when you are reading these things, you understand why God has placed them. Why, why is there a combination between Dan, Asher, Naphtali? Why that combination? Why the combination Manasseh, Ephraim, Manasseh, and Benjamin? Why the combination? Why? You must find out. The, the names behind, the meaning behind the names gives you. Okay. So now we've seen the tribes in the what? East. Tribe in the what? West. Tribe in the west. And tribe in the north. They fought the tribes in their position was a representation of Christ. And remember, they are camped around the tabernacle. You see, God doesn't waste words. Are you ready for more? Now, the number four was amazing. Because it can easily be tweaked into representing Christ. Four, four, four. It's, it's a representation of Christ as well. Now, in the temple, now these are the outward tribe that are representing Christ on the outside. Now, when you go into the, temp, into the tabernacle itself, Christ is still there. What does he mean? He's able to save within and without. His saving power is stretched out to all. Now, the reason why the cross is for is the representation of the cardinal point. It does not matter where you are placed. His, his saving, his blood can go to that extent. It's so high, you see. You can't get over it. It's so low. You can't get under it. It's so wide. You can't get around it. 
Yeah, that is how his love is. So it gives you an idea of when he was on the cross, what it meant. You saw death. You saw a, pain, a man in pain. Don't you understand what he said? The Bible says that when he saw the crown laid ahead of him, he endured the cross. Why? He saw men saved. Whether you are in the part of the south or the north or the east or the west, his blood is for everyone. Okay, you don't understand why his head was pierced with tones. Because blood must ooze from his head for the people of the north. His feet had to be nailed for blood for the people of the south. His right hand for the people of the east. And his left hand for the people of the west. So everywhere you see Jesus, there's blood. And the blood is available to all. That is my Jesus for you. <laughs> now let's go into the temple. Now into the temple, the Bible says that there was a, there was a curtain. And that curtain divided the holy place from the holiest of holies. But on the curtain were four emblems. And these four emblems, you know the curtain was actually positioned on four foundations. When, it, when you go into the tabernacle, I said I would do the tabernacle story. Eh? Would you like it? You will see four, 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 four. Oh. Don't you see the ark of God is four-sided? It gives you an idea of the throne God sits on. It's four-sided. <laughs> ah, you would think it's normal throne like this. <laughs> now, before I show you that one, let's go to Revelation. I want to show you something first before we continue. For you to understand every book in the Bible, you must understand the purpose of the book. Or the key for which the book was written. So, for example, if you go to Genesis chapter 1, now this is where you find the key. If you don't find the key, the Bible will not make meaning to you. Because for every door, there is a key. And every book in the Bible is a door. And you need the key to open to see what is inside. Now, the key is not too far fetched. Sometimes, just at the beginning of the book, you find the key hanging there. Or when you go into a few chapters, chapter 1, maybe chapter 1, chapter 2, you find the key there. So anytime you go into any part of the Bible, don't rush. Just begin the book. You will see the key. Once you find the key, you are okay. So I'll show you one of the keys. In Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. Just, just in the beginning, that chapter alone shows you the key to Genesis. What is there? In the beginning, that's when humanity was made. Trees were made. Human, in fact, humanity, life, everything started from the beginning. So it tells you that, that is, this is where everything began. So the key of Genesis is the beginnings. So, that, so people call it the book of beginnings. Have you heard it? Yes. Exactly. That's why it is called that. Okay? Yes, 
When you go to Ecclesiastes, it is closer to a book called Song of Solomon. Now, when you read, when some people, you maybe you, as a man of God or some pastor, when they read Ecclesiastes, and you don't find the key in there, you would think that things on this earth, under the sun, they are vanity. Because right from verse 1, chapter 1, verse 1, he began to tell you that things are vanity. Now he told you everything under the sun, he said it's been there. And everything under the sun is vanity upon vanity. So when you like poverty or hardship, you go to Ecclesiastes and you begin to speak that. When somebody is being blessed, look, everybody is that they have vanity. Ecclesiastes chapter 1 verse 1. The words of the preacher, the son of David, king of Jerusalem. Look at verse 2. Vanity of vanities. Sayeth the preacher. Vanities of vanity. All is vanity. <laughs> you will see vanity. He will tell you when you have money, eat, drink, for, you know, for everything is vanity. But this same preacher wrote the next book after Ecclesiastes called Song of Solomon. Thank you for listening to this message. We believe you have been blessed by it. We are Word and Spirit and we invite you to worship with us. You will fall in love with our Wednesday teaching service, Christian Rayma 9 at 6 p.m. Encounter the supernatural in our Friday services, dubbed Night of Bliss at 6 p.m. And sit under the reign of heaven in our Furnace service on Sunday at 8 a.m. Follow the Prophet of God on his official Facebook page, Prophet Danny Hyphen L. Jedu, and on Instagram as Prophet Danny L. Jedu. For videos, you can subscribe to his YouTube channel. Prophet Daniel Jedu's book, Partnership with the Lord is Out, and it's selling fasting print and on Amazon. This book has all you need to help you assess your God given right. You can contact Word and Spirit International. Contact services on plus two three three five four seven two two one seven seven three or plus two three three five zero four three two eight nine five nine for any inquiries so many people are listening to prophet daniel jedu's podcast on podbean and many have received testimonies by listening we want you to share your testimony with us by leaving a write-up of it in the comment section or sending it to us via email to contact at wordloversglobal.com you were made to Leave from glory to glory, and your testimony is about to shake the world. You are blessed.